we are glad you are here. This is another Disney at Play podcast. I'm Jeff Kober, and we are glad you could join us as we continue our What We Love series. We have been around the world to so many theme parks, and today we're not looking at a resort. We're not looking at a theme park. We decided to take a little bit of a side journey to the Disney Cruise Line and talk about what we most love about the Disney Cruise Line. And there's no way I could do that without having my good uh, friend and partner and wife, Kathy, with me because we've been on so many cruises together, as well as our friends, um, David and Leah Zanola. Good evening, everybody. Hello. I thought that he was going to say me, his good friend and partner, and then he said my wife, and I went, oh, sad trombone. <laughs> I honestly wasn't sure which of us he was talking about either. Yes. <laughs> I made it. I wow. made it, a, it. It's like that Seinfeld episode where uh, Jerry's excited to make it up the speed dial on his, on his girlfriend's old, old phone. Yes, I've made it up. <laughs> Yeah, we have totally detoured this conversation and we have a lot to talk about because we've all done the Disney Cruise Line. Um, I think we've been about seven times and Zanolas, you are somewhere in that We're range at nine. Or above, aren't you? Nine. We're at nine. So we've, we've been doing this and we love talking about it and we love bringing our children. It's such a great family experience. Um, let's just start with, uh, you know, when you think about doing it, what what do you look forward to most about the idea of going on a Disney cruise? I think the reason that it's our favorite vacation, and I think we would probably do it over the parks if we had a choice, uh, would be that it's such a, it's, it's a vacation that's very user friendly, no matter who is in your family. So if the kids want to have some independence, they can go do their own thing. She can go read out by the pool. I can go watch a movie, go to trivia, you know, take a, take a tour of the ship or something along those lines, go hear a speaker, something like that. And then we can all get back together extremely quickly, which at the parks is not necessarily that easy. And so we love how flexible and relaxing it is because everybody can do their own thing and you're 10, 12 minutes apart at most. You want to add to that, Leah? No, I think that's true. I think this is it combines our love of Disney, um, the Disney details, the Disney customer service, and with a relaxing vacation. So for us, it's it would, like David said, this would be our favorite. We would pick this over the parks if, if given the opportunity. Kath, you and I live here in the backyard of the Disney parks, but I have to say it is still very much your vacation from your vacation. <laughs> um, your thoughts? Uh, I think there's just something so, um, you know, I grew up watching the love boat and, and I never thought that there'd be a day that um, I would be on a cruise ship. So even after having done it six or seven times, there's still this magical feeling of like you're shipping out to some treasure island experience, something uh, very different from anything that you um, do any other time in your life and um for us that getaway is truly a getaway it, it's you can rest and relax but still have those truly memorable moments together as a family i know for us we always we are not um beach and water people and so we never really thought we would do a cruise or we thought maybe like 
maybe for our 20th anniversary or 25th or something, you know, a bigger anniversary. And I, I think it was our ninth anniversary. We happened to be on a ship, not for our anniversary um, on purpose, but we were on the ship. And ever since then, we've fallen in love with it. And I, I think I'm speaking for him as well, that we were totally surprised that we loved it as much as we did. Mm -hmm. yeah, you I know, agree. that is an interesting notion because um, we are very much beach and uh, kind of beach and pool people, um, speaking of myself at least, but that is a testimony to the cruise ship that both of you don't have to do the whole beach and pool thing and still have an amazing time on that ship. That is really a testament to, mm -hmm. to the diversity of offerings that you I find. actually don't, I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I got inside of a pool on a Disney cruise ship. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get in the water at Castaway because the kids want to, maybe, but I don't have to. Um, there's too many other things, as I'm sure we'll talk about, to do. But yeah, it, it, it took us by surprise how much we enjoyed it. I mean, we were ready to rebook a day into our first cruise. The day of embarkation, I think, is just the, the anticipation of getting on the ship and being on the ship in those first few minutes. Um, I, I love that. And I think, I think, have you done some other ports, Zanolas, besides um, Port Canaveral? Mm -mm. We have done the one in San Diego. We've done the Miami one a couple of times, but I have to say the whole port experience at Canaveral, the way they've created that, that very art deco looking terminal is, is really uh, terrific. Do you have anything that, that stands out as you go through the embarkation or the, the, before the ship leaves dock, is there anything that really stands out that you love to do most? Let me see, because I think I know what you might say, because it might say, be the same thing. Eat at Cabanas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, first of all, about the port, we, we haven't done other Disney Cruise Line terminals. We have done a couple other cruise terminals, and they're just very gray sterile, and sterile, sterile and yeah. a little bit more like a warehouse yeah um and it is a different experience doing the the disney terminal in port canaveral um yeah our favorite thing we like to get on the ship as soon as we can some people kind of wait just so they don't have to mess with any lines or anything but we figure let's get our vacation started we're already you know we're already in orlando ready to go so let's get on as early as possible and so we love getting on and hearing them announce our names you know now now entering has been the Zanola family and everybody claps for you. And we almost immediately head up to Cabanas and we basically all eat the exact same meal every single, every single cruise. I know exactly what I'm going to put on my plate in Cabanas. Mm -hmm. We like to sit outside um, just so we can kind of look out over, over the area. And uh, after that, what, what do we do? After well, that? and there could be foodies that are listening to us that say, Ooh, Cabana's <laughs> food. I'm not saying it's the greatest food I've ever had in my life by any stretch of the imagination. But for us, Cabana's is like symbolic of, all right, this is real. You're actually going, you're on the ship yeah, and you're not getting it is, it is a sensory arrival experience. You know, it's using, yeah. it's using your taste senses to say, to confirm that you are here and you have arrived yeah. in that yeah. moment. How about you, Kath? Well, strangely enough, I can remember almost every time we've gone standing in the port with my phone, talking to some person that I generally have some responsibility to in my real life and saying, sorry, I'm about ready to get on a cruise. I won't be able to talk to you for 
a week. I'll get back with you though. And turning that phone off and saying goodbye to the world I'm leaving. And there just isn't any other vacation that's like that, where you really turn off your daily living and you experience something different. And, and there's just something really cool about shutting that door and walking on to something that um, is truly just joyful the whole time. I've understood that they're actually changing um, payment plans to make it a little bit easier to do online uh, email or, have you heard that David? I've, I've heard murmurs of it amongst everything else. Um, just, you know, with all the new changes going into 2021 in terms of reservations and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it is expensive to do anything online on board. And it is. I got to tell you, I'm okay with that. <laughs> just like Kat said, you know, I, it forces me to stop and put that away. Um, not that we don't, that I won't maybe get it out for 10 or 15 minutes, but I know I won't do it more than 10 or 15 minutes and pay more for that. Uh, it just forces me to just put that away and enjoy it. And, and let me go back to this cabanas thing. So, because we're going to go into our favorite restaurant and I know that again, going to a foodie thing, everybody would say, yeah, yeah cabanas is not your food, your, your restaurant, special restaurant. But let me tell you what I love about cabanas besides that signet, that first time meal when you get on board. I love, I'm a breakfast guy and I love breakfast on cabanas. Mm -hmm. there, there are just choices there that are just fun and I love a great breakfast and sitting out there on that outdoor patio as the water, you know, as you, as you see, a, you know, the wake of the, the water because the cabanas is on the back of the ship, um, you see the wake of the, uh, of the boat. And that is just, I feel, it's just so serene. Uh, yeah. doing that at that time. But that said... Well, and, and I actually want to add, I think one of the reasons that Cabanas, we enjoy that meal so much is because we have small children. I mean, they're not small. They're, you know, almost high school, middle school, and, and elementary school. But they're old enough now to be able to visit the buffets by themselves responsibly. And there's no arguments about what you're getting to eat. Well, pick this. Well, you have to pick from this menu. You have to pick the, from this one. And that's very convenient for them. And then what I love doing, and she always makes fun of me, my greatest joy of that first day is unpacking our room. I will go down and check the room and just wait because I love being unpacked and then I don't have to mess with anything else once the suitcases are shoved underneath the bed. And it's so nice to just have that done. I'll put all of my clothes um, and send them to have them pressed so that my dress clothes are ready for the next five or six nights. And I love the feeling of, all right, I'm unpacked. This is my home for the next week. And you know, that's so funny you say relax. that because when I, I do a lot of travel and I stay in a lot of hotels and I don't generally unpack my suitcase when I get there, but I do that on the Disney cruise line. Mm -hmm. I want that feeling. And then I use my, my uh, suitcase to fill up the laundry, you know, as I kind of go through the week. Yeah. But, uh, but that is, there is kind of a rite of passage in that. Yeah. So let's uh, let's take it to uh, to favorite restaurants. Now there's some some unique choices on some of the ships. All of them have kind of a fancy royal type restaurant, and um, all of them have an animator's palette. All of them have a cabanas. Um, after that, the, there are two ships, the two biggest ships 
um, have the um, have the uh, Enchanted Garden, uh, and then there are specialty restaurants like Remy's and Paolo. Tell me, for each of you, let's start with you, Leah. What is your favorite restaurant? I'm thinking ours might be the same, so I'll be interested to to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing his he's going to say Animator's Palette. No. Ooh. Okay. Well, I like Animator's Palette. I like um, it's one of the main dining rooms. And so you get to visit it at least once in your cruise, depending on how long it is. Um, I like the night that you get to draw on the placemats and then they they bring your drawings to life up on the screens. On the fantasy. Yeah, I think and that's Is fun. it the fantasy or is it the dream that does it, that? It's one? on the fantasy. The dream does not do it. So the dream is the one that's doing the turtle talk. Well, you technically, you get... Uh, you technically get both on the fantasy because on a seven night cruise, since the fantasy just does sevens and sevens, you mm. get, you get two, you, it, you typically, if you get two times in, in animate, in animators palette, then you get turtle talk one night and the animation experience the okay. next night. Um, on the dream, you just get turtle talk. Well, because I'm not a big turtle talk fan, but which, which of the animator palettes do you like best? Leah? Um, I like, well, we, the fantasy is my favorite ship. Um, but the other reason that I like Animator's Palette is because the first night in the restaurant, they have my favorite dish on all of Disney Cruise Line. And so I, I'm always excited for Animator's Night. It's a black truffle pasta with like a cheese sauce on it. It's fantastic. And yeah. I normally get at least two of them. And on the what, first what did I do to earn some bonus points last cruise? On our last cruise, he told the waiter how much I liked it. And he brought it to me every single night of the cruise. He went to the animators and brought it back. And so I was a little over it by the end of the week, but it is still fantastic. And, and I loved, loved getting to have it so much. So that's the other reason why I like animators so much. That is great. Okay. So David, you didn't go with animators palette, which, which one did you go? I'm going to cheat a little bit and it's not necessarily a restaurant. It's a food item. So one of my favorite food items at all of Walt Disney world is the the dumpling pot stickers at Ohana. Okay, I actually considered this, but I thought this is not a restaurant. And so. so on the dream and the fantasy, at least, outside of the adult entertainment area, whether it's the district or um, or uh, the tube, you know, area down, down, down there, uh, you, at like 1045 at night, they bring out hors d'oeuvres. And one of those nights, they bring out the Ohana's pot stickers. And so I wait, I wait like a, like an ambulance chaser, just waiting there for them to bring those out. And then I pile them on my plate, like something out of a Mr. Bean movie. And I just basically have them there. And I, and I literally every time walk back into the adults area where she's watching, you know, the, the game show or whatever's going on and I'm eating them the whole way. And I sit down and she said, none for me. And so I have to turn around and I have to walk back and I have to load my plate up and hope there's some left. So again, not a foodie thing at all, but for me, that's like my, that's my Easter egg that I have to find on the cruises. Which night are they going to have? That was the, the greatest, his greatest discovery. The night the that he found out that those discovery. were there. Then we were there every night, just looking, hoping that they would come back. Uh-huh. Okay, so so Kath, Leah's mentioned animators palette. David has mentioned randomly the pot stickers. Don't we're not going to go any further on that one. Is there a restaurant that you really like on on board the ships? Well, mine will be more akin to David's thing because one of our 
very first cruises, I didn't know this happened, but we finished pirate night and we happened to wander through cabanas and, you know, 10 o'clock at night and it was opened back up again with crepes and crepes are like my pot stickers. I was just like, and, and they have the watermelons that they've chiseled out to look like pirates and, and I love that. And so I'm always like on pirate night, I'm always like, I can't eat too much at dinner. I can't eat too much at dinner. I got to save a place for my crepes and the rest of the family can take them or leave them. But for me, it's, it's one of the things I look forward to every single time. Well, and that kind of so- works well because I think pirates night is the weakest menu of the cruise yeah. food, food wise. So yeah. I'm totally good. Cause yeah, that's the same. I, I, for, I forgot about the crepes. Good call. See, Jeff, you can mock us and are loving the snacks more than the meals. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna, I'm going to um, see yours and <laughs> uh, now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to mention too. I, we had the chance to do the wonder just after uh, Tiana's opened up. And Tiana's place is really superb. I, I think it was Carioca's before that. And I love the three caballeros, but it didn't work. It didn't do anything for you. This is, this is a, a terrific experience. And so, and the entertainment during Tiana's is, is terrific. And I, I just love it a lot. But going down your what a specialty item lane, I will also say, and this is so embarrassing because man, they stuff you with so much food. So why would you ever buy more food on that ship when they're already feeding you? But I love ice cream and I love the Sweet On You Ice Cream Emporium on the Disney Fantasy, which has this same Mickey and Minnie looking feel that uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. In fact, when I saw the look of that ice cream parlor, I said, okay, I get what that, what that, uh, what that attraction is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and uh, Vanellope's is also a pretty cool looking um, ice cream parlor, both uh, uh, Sweet on you is at fantasy and the uh, and Vanellope's is on the uh, on the dream. But uh, I have to say, yeah, those are really great. Um, those are great places for a little ice cream, even if you are paying a, a little extra. So, shipboard activities. Um, Kathy, are you just going to jump at this point to the diaper dash? Is that where you're going with this, Kathy? <laughs> Well, I have two actually. The diaper dash is definitely, I think it's the grandma and I and me that um, was, just loves the babies. And so it, it, I just, we go to that every single time we're on the ship. I love the diaper dash. Um, <clears throat> but then my second one was discovered, I think the last time we were on the ship, we've been to the pirate uh, show in the evening, you know, over and over again. And so we weren't uh, my daughter and I were not like, you know, we've seen that. So while it was going on, the, oh dear, I just forgot the name, the duck. The aqueduct. Aqueduct, thank you. So the aqueduct didn't close until 30 minutes after the pirate show started. So we 
and there was nobody on the aqueduct because everybody was watching the show. And so we literally went on the aqueduct just one after the other about, we decided we were going to do it 10 times, one after the other. And we could sit in the aqueduct and look over and watch the show as we floated along. And then we would go right back on it again. And I thought, I am always going to do this because nobody thinks to do it. And we got a lot of aqueduct out of us that night. It was fun. Uh, very cool. Very cool. How about you two? Yeah. Um, I would say I have a couple. Um, the aqueduct is definitely one of them. Um, I know we said we weren't water park people, but the aqueduct is amazing. It's so much fun. And I don't think I've ever gone on it by myself. I always make a kid come with me. Um, but I, we love it. We've, I think we've done 15 times in a row and the stairs getting up to that, like time 15, I feel like you're going to not make it not make it. It's that's a lot of a lot of stairs. Um, I might pay them to put me on the conveyor belt they put the rafts on. Right, that would be the greatest. <laughs> uh, so yes, the aqueduct is probably my top favorite thing. Um, but we also really love the trivia that happens mostly during the day. Um, our family kind of does that. We probably do that almost every day. Jeff would never imagine that we're competitive. He would never <laughs> imagine that in a million years. Not really, actually. We are apparently you really so. Don't, you don't come across that way. Right. Oh, We're apparently wow. so competitive that it was four of us against one child who decided he could beat us all on his own. Uh, <laughs> he did not. We beat him. But uh, yeah, we love the trivia. They have all different kinds. They have some that, are, that have to do with the movies, some that have to do with Disney parks, some that's uh, Disney history. And so we really enjoy doing those. Um, I love uh, the interactive activities on the ship. Uh, there's a Muppets version and, and a Mickey version. And can I just say, I love the Disney artwork that are in the hallways. I could just go up and down stairwells and look at the artwork for hours. Um, I'm probably also a very, I, I am the pool guy in the adult pool. So if I can, if I can get Kath to take over the kids, I'll take over the, the uh the pool area how about uh, uh anything else that you have kath um i've enjoyed uh taking going up to the uh little mini golf and oh on goofy um, sports deck yeah i took um i have one of the best memories of my dad you know we had only just a small window with my parents to take them on the Disney cruise line before my dad passed away. And um, so we did two, two cruises in one year with them when we finally convinced them that cruising is what they should be doing. And one of my favorite pictures is of my dad uh, leaning over hitting that puck. And I will always remember that as a, a time that I had uh, with him. And uh, it, it's, just, it's just, there's something cool about hitting that puck on top of a ship with the wind blowing, you know, it's, it's just unique. It's fun. Mm -hmm. I think that my, so I actually thought she was going to take this and she didn't, but I think what my favorite ship activity is match your mate. Uh, like the newlywed game in the adult club at, at night. Um, you know, they, they pick a newlywed couple, 
a couple that's been married. I mean, typically they'll find a couple that's been married for 60 years or so. And then another, typically the middle couple is always the annoying couple because they've been married for like 15 or 20 and they think they're fantastic. Um, but just to see how well they know each other and you always hear really funny stuff come out of the couple that's been together for 60 years. Uh, but I love Match Your Mate. And then I also make sure that on a cruise one night, I stay up until like two or three in the morning and I'll wander the ship and take pictures at like two in the morning because everything's closed, nobody's around and they don't care at all. If you walk into a restaurant and take some pictures, they don't care if you walk into the Walt Disney Theater and take some pictures. And so I have plenty of amazing pictures, nerdy pictures, like where I've laid on the ground in front of the statue in the atrium and taken some artsy pictures on my phone, if you can call them artsy. Um, but I just love it because it's so quiet and there's hardly anybody out at that time other than the people cleaning and it's just nice and quiet. It's like walking in an empty theme park late at night as they're starting to, to usher people out. This, so. is, this is why David and I are brothers of another mother. Yeah. <laughs> Only he and I would do this <laughs> in the middle of the night. I'm serious. Um, it's, and no, it's wait a minute. That's that not right. Jeff would not stay up till two o'clock in the morning. He would get up at three o'clock in the morning oh, okay. and go do okay. that. But he okay. would not stay up. Fair game, fair game. Leah, before we leave this topic, um, well, both of you, your kids um, have actually ran the <laughs> kids' clubs that they've taken over. Do they have a favorite thing that they do at the kids' clubs more than anything else? So they're all now old enough where they can check themselves out. And so they love the freedom and independence. So the boys have really been loving, uh, they're in the edge which is the tween club. And so they enjoy, they play like a, almost like a trivia competition. Heroes and villains. Heroes and villains is, is what they play. And so my boys love that. Lydia really loves being able to print out. I mean, we come home with, and it's not thousands, but it feels like it, of little printouts of coloring pages that she has done. Cause they basically just have the entire Disney catalog on their computers and you can pick and you can move, you know, you can pin a picture, print a picture of Rapunzel and Tiana on the same page if you want. And so she'll make those and color them and bring them home and color them and she just loves it. And then they love, when they were little anyway, they loved Pluto's pajama party where Pluto would come in his PJs at night and the kids were in their PJs and they would all like have pillow fights and do dances. And then they got to color a pillowcase with fabric markers that said Pluto's pajama party and then bring it home. Very and our cool. kids still have theirs never, and they, they absolutely love before. it. That is very cool. Our kids, they're still on at least one of our kids' beds. So That yeah. is very cool. Yeah. The, um, and, and our kid, if you ever go on board one of the ships, there's the, the big um, screen, what do we call that, on the, on the, main, on the top deck? Funnel the, vision? Uh, yeah, the funnel vision. If you see a child enacting the show in front of the funnel vision screen, that will be our 17-year-old autistic child. But... He will actually relive the show as the show goes and all will watch. And it's a, it's a pretty crazy thing, but I have to say that he loves that. So, all right, let's, I, um, I love the um, shows on the ships and um, some people kind of you know, poo poo some of them, but, um, and there are so many in particular, the Disney dream has the new Beauty and the Beast, plus Believe in the Golden Mickeys. The fantasy has Aladdin, plus Believe in Wishes. The magic has Tangled, um, and Disney Dreams, and Twice Charmed, which is a Cinderella type thing. 
and then the Disney Wonder has Frozen, Disney Dreams as well, and the Golden Mickey's. So, uh, and if any of these shows, uh, any of them that you love most, how about how about you, Kath? What uh, what do you love? Um, I'm gonna somewhat pass on this one just because they they are also they're also Disney and they all kind of blend in my mind. But what I think I love most about the Disney shows was going back to that same cruise with my dad. And I felt like I watched him more than I watched the show. And he just grinned through the entire show. He just smiled and he just loved every minute of it. And so my best memories of the shows are really thinking of the people that I've brought with me to the show and watching them enjoy them. He um, even loved Villains Tonight, which <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the only one. But uh, that, that was a pretty special, that was He would get so excited and he would come back and it'd be like 10 minutes before we really needed to go. And he's like, are we going? He just, he just loved those shows and that, that was a great memory. Sanellas, how about you? Any any highlights? I actually, uh, well, first of all, I do enjoy the new staging of the live action Beauty and the Beast on the Dream, but, uh, and you're not going to find this surprising, Jeff, but I actually don't go to very many of the shows because uh, during the shows, there's either people eating or people watching the shows. So what does that mean? The ship is not very crowded, so I can walk around and take pictures. So <laughs> while Leah and the kids are in a show, I'm walking around snapping pictures of a fairly quiet ship or setting pictures of them setting up um, for, for photographs or watching the musicians kind of take their break and get their that's, next set list going. That's what I was going to say is that we like to watch the musicians that are in the atrium outside of um, the restaurant and they normally play sort of during that passing time. And so we tend to do that. And then we just kind of wander around. Um, we haven't, I don't think we've all been to a show for a while. It's been a long time. Um, not that we dislike them, but we just, our kids are always sort of itching to get back to their friends in the kids clubs. And um, that's, yeah. So we, we did go see, um, there was a ventriloquist last time yeah. when we were on the ship that Lydia got called up to be in the show. And that was fun. Um, and Buckets and Boards. Buckets really and Boards is a, a real family friendly, almost kind of like a stomp show somewhat. Yeah. So Dave, cool. tends to, Dave tends to take a little nap if he goes to the shows after dinner. So he doesn't always, <laughs> always go to those. It's just like the Carousel of Progress. Yeah. Uh, we re I really loved the Tangled and Beauty and the Beast. I thought they were just superb. But I, you know what? Believe and... Um, and Disney Wishes, I still like. It's a, it's a traditional cast, character show type thing, but uh, I, I love it. So, um, and I have to say, going to this, how do you spend the evening? I love going shopping uh, and hitting up the shops. And I have probably more Disney Cruise Line shirts than I have Disney theme park shirts. Um, also, I am, we are guilty of getting quite a few Disney Christmas ornaments from the cruise line. You have any favorites that you purchase? So I think the one that we probably like, that I like the most, uh, is we bought the small little statues of each of the atrium statues for each of the four ships, and they're up on our mantle. 
uh, and that's pretty cool because they're simple, they're not gaudy. Uh, and then the other thing is for the longest time, and I don't think they're there, it, it, I think they started to kind of cycle them out, but there was an, an art print in some of the rooms of the four ships next to each other. Um, and I always had said, if they ever sold that, I would buy it. And on our last cruise in, uh, we went on a seven night, um, about two years ago now, I guess it was. And uh, it was in clearance because I think they were getting rid of those prints. And so it was like $27. So I grabbed it and we just we just hung it like a month ago. Uh, and so um, it, it's, it's been, it, it's those kind of things that I like very classy and very sleek where I have trouble finding merchandise like that at the parks. David is a big fan like you, Jeff, of shopping on the Disney Cruise Line oh, man. ships. We, that is another thing that we do most evenings is walk through the, walk through the stores. And he, I joke that if they put the Disney Cruise Line logo on it, he will buy it. He has lots of Disney Cruise Line polos. Because it's shirts. such a classy look, you know? Yeah. I asked once if it was possible to legally marry a logo and <laughs> Leah told me the answer was no. <laughs> So I had to, I had to back away. <laughs> Why, sir? All right, <laughs> we could spend an entire day on Castaway, um, Castaway Key, um, but one or two highlights of what you love most about heading to the island. Let's start. Uh, let's start with you, Kath. Um, I love taking the bicycles and going for a ride around and back behind the bungalows and um, we've parked the bikes and walked out on the beach over on that side and found a lot of sea life and seashells that we couldn't take with us but <laughs> but the, that little end of the park is just quiet. I love to ride the bikes over and climb up on the tower and look all over the island. Um, I I love Castaway Key. It is great. The barbecue's awesome. It's just a fun place. Denolis, how about you? I'm going to answer for David. He's going to say the fruit. Oh man, <laughs> when they have that huge cart of fresh fruit out, Xanadu. I mean, Olivia Newton-John is just dancing around in roller skates right next to it. I promise, and it is. Because we live we live in the Midwest, and so in the Midwest, when you have a, a harsh winter. What? Apples, that's our fruit. Well, right? but I mean, we have a very, like now we are just, we, when it's summertime, we are absolutely just eating up all of the summer produce because we have a very short window for it. So if we go cruising at another time and they have the mangoes and the pineapple, and I know it's not grown on the island, I get that. But the fact that it's fresh enough that it doesn't matter to my taste buds, I will, I actually, there are times where I hardly get anything from the barbecue and I will just load up on that fruit. It's fantastic. He's normally waiting for them to open that little cart. I'm standing there pacing in a circle. Are, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And they just tell me to get away, sir. Please come back in two hours. <laughs> um, we tend to spend our time on the family beach. Um, we have been over to Serenity Bay and I kind of, probably because of where I am in my life right now, where we are used to lots of activity and kids around, I like the family beach better. Um, Cause I like the, sure. I like seeing the kids play and playing with our kids. Um, and so that is where we tend to spend our time. So that would be probably my favorite. And we do enjoy the barbecue as well and the fruit. Our kids like that there's ice cream cones on the island as well. So Jonah and Lydia basically eat ice cream, I don't know, several times a day, every day of the, of the cruise. Most times uh, when I um, when we are going there, uh, at least the last 
uh, several times, I will do the marathon in the morning, not because I need to do a marathon, although I have eaten way too much. Um, I can get an, I can get a hammock set aside for, I'll throw my stuff on one of the hammocks, which are not uh, too common. And I love to, I love to have a good hammock. So I'll do that. That's kind of one of my things. Um, Serenity uh, Bay, also big fan of snorkeling and I love the things that are in the family bay because you find a 20K sub, you can find a statue of Mickey and so forth. Um, the first time we ever went, it was just Kath and I, and we were at Serenity Bay and I wasn't looking, but I turned around and lo and behold, I have a picture of this in the show notes. There was Captain Jack Sparrow standing on the beach. It was almost like he had walked out of the water. It was just, it was like I was in a film moment. It was cinematic. The guy was totally in character. He was so much fun. And I, I just thought, I have truly, to me, it's, and we're gonna talk about favorite destinations um, so far. Uh, I'm not doing the Caribbean if I can't do Castaway Key. That is an absolute must to be able to have because if the Disney Cruise Line is your vacation from your vacation, Castaway Key is your vacation from your vacation from your vacation. And I, I, everything about it is stellar. And by the way, yes, I buy all my beach shirts there at Castaway Key whenever I'm at the beach. And so, um, so that brings us to our favorite uh, cruise destinations uh, where we've been, the favorite itinerary. Um, yeah, Sonolas. I mean, I'd probably say the itinerary would be the Eastern Caribbean. That's what I was going to say too, the Eastern yeah. Caribbean. And I think that's also because you get an extra day at sea. That one stops at where? St. Thomas? St. Thomas Tortola. and Tortola. It depends. There's a couple different ones, but the, the primary one is St. Yes. Thomas, Tortola, and then Castaway. So and there's Saint and 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 St. Martin. Yeah, I guess right. I think you go in between. I think each it of those, depends. I think it depends on yeah which one you choose. But yeah, we we really really enjoyed that itinerary. Did one of those three islands stand out above any? Um, probably St. Thomas for us. I think um that's the one where we had a we had a private driver that took us around for the day and showed us around the island. And so it was neat to actually get to talk to somebody who lives there. Um, and he just told us a lot of history, showed us his favorite spots and was able to, he took us to lunch at a local spot. And so it was nice to get away just from the, um, the pier area and really get to see the whole island. Well, so. and what was interesting about that island as well was we were there just about a year removed from when that those two Cat 5 hurricanes hit it within about a couple of weeks of each other. And so you could still yeah. see the devastation and the stories he was able to tell about how resilient the people had been, but yet the horror that his family had gone through basically, I mean, they were without power for, I want to say it was like four months or something longer than that. And just to hear him tell the stories of kind of how people started realizing that there was another one coming, but yet how the businesses were all pitching in. We drove past some people that he said, oh, they're just neighbors basically helping them get their roof back together. It was really neat for our kids to see that even though we're on a, a very nice vacation, seeing the other life experiences of people that we are not accustomed to in Illinois hurricanes, 
uh, it was definitely a good experience. And so that was probably our favorite day um, of the entire of event, any cruise we've done, I'd say. Yeah, and those tend to be our favorite excursions too. We, do, we don't, like a lot of people will go to a beach or, you know, something like that on these, mm -hmm. on the, at the port days. And we don't, we tend to tour the island and kind of learn about the history and see the whole place and see how the locals actually live. Um, and that, that is kind of our favorite thing to do instead of, we use Castaway Key as our beach day and then tour the islands on the other days. Hey, Kath, how about you? Um, oh, I love all the islands. I, probably some of my best memories of the first couple cruises was going to Cozumel. Um, our first time, it was just Jeff and I, and we rented a car and we went to, and I'm probably going to slaughter the name of it, but um, it's San Gervasio, the ruins at uh, San Gervasio. And oh my goodness, that was so much fun. We walked all the way back and saw all the ruins. And I remember there was this little animal that I had never seen before. I still don't remember the name of it. It was not, I couldn't pronounce it well. We asked one of the guides about it, um, but it was native just to the island. It wasn't an animal you could see anywhere else. And, and it, it was just, I, I, pulling up the pictures brings back so many memories too. Um, to that place. And then we continue to drive all the way around the exterior of the island. And like you explained, you know, it's really fun to see just how the people live and what the culture of the island is. Um, we also went to the chocolate uh, factory or chocolate museum where they talked about um, the origin of, of chocolate and great memories of that trip and that time. We were so nervous about renting a car on in a place we weren't familiar with but it paid off big time and we we just loved that time and i've enjoyed other times back at cosmo um and we really never have ventured on to the mainland of mexico we've always just stayed at cosmo because we felt a little bit safer um but we've never really ran out of things to do there i would go back in a heartbeat i've really enjoyed it we're just about to run out of our supply of uh of legit vanilla from, yeah, Cozumel. from Cozumel, and so That's where we we're, we're, we're really sad that we're, I mean, our bottle is almost out. We had like two of the massive jugs and we're almost out, so we're, we're bummed. I promise my next trip out there, we will get it for you, buddy. I like, I, I, I will send a separate suitcase with you to bring it all back because <laughs> that's how good it is compared to the stuff you buy in your local store. Uh, you know, um, uh, on one of those Cozumel trips, we went back through uh, Jamaica and um, a friend of a friend actually became our cab driver. And somebody from our, our church who lives in Jamaica. And he wasn't really a technically official cab driver. You know, so you had, we had to kind of walk outside of the gates and it was a little crazy kind of meeting up with him. But he took us to the other side of the, of the island where the uh, falls are. And, uh, and if you haven't seen it, you, there's an experience where you walk up these falls. And he and I did this thing walking up these falls. And I tell you, I, I never had so much fun in my life. We were both giggling. I felt like I, we were two school children. And he's my taxi cab driver. And, and uh, I couldn't, we just became fast friends uh, through the experience. And it was so much fun going up this, 
this experience together. I have to say, and, and David and I, one of the things I have not done, and maybe I should do it, so come back to us someday, but of all the What We Love Most series, we have not done anything on Alani. And, um, and yet, what I will say is the reason I don't get back to Hawaii enough, which is an amazing place, is because my backyard is the Caribbean. And there is so much to see and do in the Caribbean. And we really are looking forward to that Eastern Caribbean that, that you talked about, Zanillas. And I want to also check out the Southern Caribbean. And I also want to do the Panama, you know, through to Mexico, um, you know, that the wonder takes. I mean, we got, but anyway, that brings us now to our bucket list. What is the one place you would like to go do and see on a Disney cruise line? Um, who wants to go first? I will. Um, Europe. Is that what you would say? The Medi Mediterranean? Yeah, that, that's what I'd say. We both like to go on a Mediterranean cruise. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of places in Europe that we would like to go to. We have not been yet. Um, and I think a cruise is a good starting point for that because you get to see a lot of different places um, and your, your transportation and your hotel comes with you. And so I think that would be a fantastic vacation. You're probably talking about the one where you're going um, either boarding and probably in Sevilla, Sevilla and, and kind of going along the um, Riviera and in down through Italy. Is that the one you're yes. thinking of? Yeah. 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 But I'll do any of them. Any of them that you want to send me on, I'll do. <laughs> How about you, Kathy? I would love to do a European cruise, but I'm also very intrigued by the Panama Canal. Uh, cruises that stop they have so many different stops because you're going to start stop in Cartagena and Cozumel so I get to see that again um, and Grand Cayman I mean it just it, it just makes a lot of stops and can take you from one side of uh, I think though they start over in Texas and go all the way into California um, I don't know that one just seemed kind of and I maybe have my destinations incorrect but that one sounded like a lot of fun to me all right so finishing up with the four ships are there any that are a favorite to you i, like I think the that, fantasy yeah we like the fantasy that the most and I think it, it very well could just be recency bias that that's the one we've been on the well, most i, I think like, of our nine cruises we've been on it four times probably i like that it's seven night cruises um I mean, I'll, I'll do a three-night cruise, but I would much prefer a seven-night cruise. So if you're on the fantasy, that's what you're doing. You have your um, little monocle and your, I really do. <laughs> your Monopoly man hat on when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also love the aqueduct, and that's on the fantasy. So the fantasy would be my, would be my pick. Um, yeah. And you, David? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree. Um, I just think, like I said, I think I part of it's because I feel like I know the fantasy better. Uh, and so I, I, I know better where I kind of like to hang out and where the good spots in the ship are to, to, to see things. Obviously I know it's virtually identical to the dream, but uh, I like the, the added um, midship detective agency stories, the Muppets uh, on the, although I guess the Muppets is on the dream now as well. Um, but for yeah. a while it was only on the fantasy. So yeah, I mean, I, I like the, the bigger ships better. Uh, but I'm not going to turn down any of them. That's the truth. I mean, some people kind of dismiss the larger ships because they just seem like it's just too too overwhelming. But 
Um, but the amenities that come with it, all the more I can, you know, and you know, we, we didn't really talk about days at sea, but I, I'm fine. You give me a day at sea, I've got plenty to do. And there's a checklist of things I want to, to be doing uh, when I'm doing when I'm doing that. So how about you, Kath? Um, my favorite ship is the Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me which boat I get on. <laughs> She's got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I, well, that is, there is a lot of truth to that. For those who have not done the Disney Cruise Line, it really is an amazing experience. I have many friends who are faithful to coming to Walt Disney World. And I keep trying to tell them, please check this out. When you do, it will change you and you will want to do. And, and I, I can't think of anything better than a land and sea experience. And by the way, I just have to say, while we're talking about this, uh, if you're wanting to do this and you've not done it before, talk to David because David's going to guide you through this whole process, especially if it is a land and sea, he's going to make, uh, would you, now for the two of you, do you prefer uh, land first and sea or sea first and land? What is your I'd, preference? I'd end with the sea because of how pampered you get and how you just really have to worry for nothing that entire time. I'd want to do the running around the parks and getting exhausted first and then be able to just completely relax and be pampered, 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 which is what a Disney cruise feels like um afterwards so i would always recommend if if time and budget allow i would always recommend for the the, the sea afterwards you leah yep same thing um disney cruise line you're not having to pull out your credit card all the time or scan your magic band or, or everything you know everything's included not everything there are a few things that aren't but for the most part most things are included and so it's just a much more relaxing vacation so i would for sure do the parks first and then and then take off on the cruise and, and speaking of that, having done other cruises, I really love that. I love Disney, which is a more expensive cruise, but they're, they're not, I, ne I do not feel nickel and dimed by the experience. And so, um, yeah, there are some extras, but they are modest in, in comparison. And uh, really, you really get value off of this experience. I don't think you will find better value for your dollar. It will be an expensive dollar, but you will not find better value for your dollar than um, you will on a Disney cruise line. Anything else? Covered it. Now, I'm going to sh share one more thing if I can. Um, Kath had mentioned that trip that we had with her uh, parents. Um, that trip, they had done a previous cruise that was pretty short, and then they got really excited, and so they went with this Cozumel trip that we did and we went to Jamaica and 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 you know just it was a good seven-day trip um while we were on that trip I my dad uh, my father-in-law is a talker and I would just open up the the record device on my phone and just record during all these conversations and he shared stories and talked and talked and um at the end, I took those stories and transcribed them and they became kind of a little uh, biography of its own. Um, it was shortly after that trip that, that uh, he learned he had, he had a terminal cancer and he fought it hard for about a year um, and then finally lost. 
that fight. But thank goodness, thank goodness we had that. I, I, I think you'd agree, Cap. That was probably one of those really important moments uh, with your parents. Absolutely. And, you know, when you think about your favorite activities, I mean, I remember just going for a walk around the ship with them and sitting up in the adult area and just talking and talking. And I think we kind of overlook the fact that, you know, the best thing about a cruise is time together you have with your family and all of these things that give you something to talk about and to do together are important, but really it's the relationships that we strengthen and the time spent that makes it um, really the sweetest. It, it, it wouldn't matter if you weren't there with your family and enjoying that time with them. And so, yeah, can't wait to do it again. David, Leah, Kathy, thank you for joining us. And thank you to all our listeners for being with us on what we love most about Disney Cruise Line. We still have two more locations to head to, Disney's Hollywood Studios and the Magic Kingdom as we get ready to reopen all of Walt Disney World. Thank you all for joining us. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you share uh, a good rating with us if you can on iTunes. Make sure you join us at J. Jeff Cobra on YouTube. And just as we say always, what do we say at the end of this? Uh, uh, these, these things, what is it that Sinbad says there, David? Always follow the compass of your heart. Yeah. Yeah, please do. Hey, have a great day. Thanks for joining us. See you real soon. Bye.